Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today's episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast is all about the photographic first look. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the concept of a first look, this is an opportunity for the bride and groom to see each other in private before the wedding and before the whole day starts and the whirl starts and share a moment together with their photographers off in the distance taking photos of the first time they catch a glimpse of each other in their wedding finery. And a lot of people object to the idea of the first look because traditionally there has been this idea of not seeing each other until they get to the altar. But people who have done a first look have reported that it's actually more intimate because when they see each other, they can actually speak to each other and they can tell each other how wonderful they look and how excited they are about the wedding and share those thoughts that they might have when they see each other from either end of the aisle, but that they can't say because they're right in the middle of the ceremony and they have to wait till it's all over before they can actually talk to each other. Another benefit of the first look is that it can save you money on food and drink. If you have seen each other before the ceremony, you can then proceed to take your bridal portraits together, and that means after the ceremony, instead of making your guests wait around for an hour while you guys get your photo taken, you can actually go with them to the reception, so you don't even need a pre-reception. You don't need to have the expensive antipasto display or all the booze to entertain people with. You can start right into the reception and never miss a beat with your guests. So today I'm going to speak with three people who each have a different perspective on the first look and who can share some ideas with you that might be helpful if you are on the fence about having a first look with your wedding or vow renewal or commitment ceremony. My first guest is Kristen Samuel. Welcome, Kristen. Hello. Thanks for being on the show. I'm really interested in having you share your story about this because you have seen the issue from both sides and made a decision, and I'd like to hear a little bit about how that went. Tell me a bit about why you initially did not want to do a first look. Yeah, it pretty much was tradition. Um, Our parents didn't do a first look. Most of our friends didn't do a first look. So it really wasn't something that even occurred to us to think about. We just kind of assumed we'd go with the flow and not do one. And so then what changed your mind? Um, It was actually the Disney wedding showcase with David Tatera. He mentioned several points about first looks that we hadn't thought of, that, you know, we wouldn't really see each other's reactions up close, that there wouldn't be time alone during the day. It would give us a chance to focus on, you know, getting married. Um, And I was there with my mom and my matron of honor, who's my best friend, and she you know, was already married, and she mentioned that was one thing she wished she had done, was have a first look, um, because they didn't have any time to themselves the whole day. I uh, talked with a bunch of my friends about it, and not all, but most of them agreed, the ones that hadn't done a first look wished they had, but none of my friends who had done a first look regretted it. So that kind of started the wheels turning in my head. That's a really interesting poll, because yeah, a lot of people 
are dead set against a first look, but usually those are people who haven't actually gotten married yet. So that's interesting to hear that your friends who were already married were like, oh, I wish we had done one, or if they had done one, they had no regrets. Interesting. Right. So now, did you have any trouble convincing your fiancé or your mom? Because apparently those are the two people who object the most strenuously, usually, to first looks. <laughs> Actually, no. Um, Jeff was a little bit surprised when I brought it up because when they had asked us at our site visit, are we going to do a first look? We were both like, no. And so when I suddenly came back from the showcase and was like, oh, we should think about this, he was a little bit startled. But when I was saying what you know, my friends thought and all that, I was still on the fence, but he actually became very gung-ho for the first look. He was pretty much like, you know, it's a tradition not to do it, but at the same time, it's not a tradition that means anything to us, so why not do it if we think it would be the better thing to do? So he was completely on board. And my mom was totally fine with it, too. She and my dad didn't do a first look, and she's glad they didn't for her they both liked seeing each other first at the altar, but the way she put it was that was just her preference, and if Jeff and I had a different preference, that was up to us. So she was really supportive of it. Oh, that's great to hear. So now, is the first look going to save you any money, like your photography hours or your pre-reception food and drinks? As of now, no. Um, Jeff and I really like photography and videography. That's our top thing. And right now, our plan is to kind of use that time to get more photos and have a more relaxed timeline with everything. Uh, you know, things may change, but for right now, instead of cutting things and saving money, it's more just a relaxed photography timeline part. That's interesting. So yeah, in, in your case, it was saving the time by seeing each other beforehand is actually giving you bonus photography time. Yes, because our ceremony is at Grand Floridian and we want to have photos there beforehand. But once we get to boardwalk for our reception, we want photos there too. So this will give us a chance. That's great. That's great. You get two different locations for your money. That's great. And so what are you most looking forward to about doing a first look? Well, one thing we've realized with wedding planning is it's not really a private moment unless you're eloping, which, you know, is great. We're so excited to see our family and our friends and, and celebrate with them. But we really like the idea of at least having a moment alone with each other beforehand to just process, you know, this is our wedding day and remember, you know, why we're really there, kind of a eye in the storm moment where it's just us. And it gives me a chance to see his reaction and have him see my reaction up close and talk to each other without worrying about standing in front of a huge crowd of people. That's exactly how I felt. And that's interesting that when you describe it that way, I realize now why I was so enamored of the idea of a first look, because I had this very romantic notion that an elopement would be so intimate and so personal. And then, but we, of course, we wanted to have our families there and everything. And maybe that's why I latched onto the first look so much, because it gives you that moment of connection between just the two of you in private. And yet you also get to have the big party with all your friends and everything. So Exactly. Interesting. Well, now, is there any place online where people can go to follow along with your wedding planning? Uh, yes, I need to update it. But we do have a planning journal on the disc boards. It's just under Kristen and Jeff's wedding. And that's about it. Well, thanks so much for being on the show today. I think that you have offered an interesting perspective for anyone who might be on the fence about whether they should do a first look. Thank you. Now I'm speaking with Matt Fronhofer, who had a first look with his wife, Nikki, on their wedding day, and is going to tell you a little bit about why he is one of the rare grooms who actually agreed to this. So welcome, Matt. 
Thank you, Carrie. Hi, everybody. Well, thanks so much for being on the show. Um, it seems like so many grooms get really superstitious about doing a first look. And some of them will have like no interest in any of the wedding planning at all, except they know definitely that they don't want to do a first look. They want to see their bride for the first time at the altar. So tell me a bit about why you went for it. My decision to have a first look, and don't tell my wife this, stems a, a bit from ignorance. We had just come off of two months of very intense wedding planning at the major level. What state are we getting married in? What month are we getting married? Major decisions that involved a lot of research and visiting and laughs and tears, and it was very intense. And when we had just finished that, I sat down one night, I said, oh, good, now we can relax a little bit. And, uh, and my wife, who was my fiancé at the time, shot me a glance that let me know that uh, <laughs> we didn't have time to be taking any time off. So we, uh, we dove into one of the, the wedding planning books, and we're flipping through it, and, and Nikki says, well, how do you feel about a first look? And, uh, and I didn't want to let her know that I didn't read that chapter of the book yet. So <laughs> I said, uh, well, sweetie, how do you feel about it? And she said, I think, I think we should do it. And I said, I do too. And I made a little note on my, on my post-it note to look that up later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so brides, if you need to convince your groom, hoodwink him. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. Uh, you know, I did, I did look into it after the conversation, and it seemed fine. Most of the descriptions I read were mostly from a photography point of view, they said. You know, here's a great chance to have these wonderful images of just yourself and your partner intimate, scenic. I said, that all sounds really great. I got to be honest, I didn't piece together the superstition side of it until literally yesterday. You uh, had contacted us. I knew that I was going to be doing this uh, interview and I was uh, speaking with Nikki and her mother. And I said, uh, yeah, I guess this is a little more rare than I thought. There's some kind of superstition along with this. I don't know what they're talking about. And her mother says, you're not supposed to see the bride before the wedding. And I, and I said, I didn't see her before. Uh, oh. And then I figured it out. It hadn't occurred to me that I was violating this number one superstition, bad luck to see the bride before the wedding day. It didn't occur to me. We had, the, by traveling down to Disney, the wedding felt more like this multi-day experience. So in my mind, you know, it was, it was all the wedding. It wasn't until about 12 hours ago that I pieced together the significance of what I had agreed to. That's funny. Well, and I always wonder about that because the tradition actually started because you weren't supposed to see the bride because they might be able to pull a switcheroo, you know, and then by then you were at the altar and they'd put another girl in her place and it was too late you had to marry her. I mean, that's such an archaic and barbaric practice that the superstition arose from that I don't know why it's still such an important deal. <laughs> superstitions have a hard time going away and I'm sure that most of the grooms out there have no idea that that's what it is that they're uh, trying to prevent the old switcheroo. <laughs> uh, okay so then when you did the first look what did you think when you turned around and you saw Nikki for the first time on your wedding day? Stunning. That is the word that came to me and came to most people is that she looked stunning. And I'm really glad that we ended up going for the first look because we've got some pictures of, of what my face looked like. I, I was all prepared. I'm thinking, 
I'm going to have this very nice, you know, impressed, something that will compliment her, <laughs> but let her see that I'm still in control, I'm prepared, and I turn around and in my head, my, my look said something of, my, you're beautiful today. Let's begin our lives together. And I saw the pictures, and it's somewhere in between, huh? And whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So then, did you feel that having a first look detracted from the experience of later seeing each other at the altar? I think having a first look is the only way that I was able to get through seeing her at the altar. Let me explain what I mean by that a little bit. Leading up to the wedding, when, you, when you're engaged, it's a great opportunity for everybody you've ever known to want to take you out to lunch. And they don't really want to buy you lunch. They want to tell you what they think you should do with your wedding, which is, which is lovely, which is very good. And one of the, the great questions that everybody brought up when we would go on these brunches is, has it hit you yet? I said, what do you mean? I said, has it hit you? You know, have you had that moment where you freak out and realize what's about to happen? And I keep saying... Well, Jesus, no, I hope not. I'm looking forward to this. This all something like, no, no, you, you don't get it. There's going to be a moment where you you just you panic. It just it the the magnitude of what's about to happen sinks in, and it's not maybe not cold feet, but it's it's a very sobering experience. And and as it's getting closer and closer to the wedding, I'm realizing I'm I haven't had this moment. Everything feels good. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to this. We've planned. We've, you know, we've been together for seven years. We're looking forward to bringing our life to the next step. And it wasn't until the morning of the wedding with one of our photographers, Nathan Root, and he takes me, he says he's going to take me on a little walk. And I said, okay. I figured maybe we've got some time to kill while we're waiting for one of the photo venues to open. He walks me outside and he says, uh, you know, stand right here. We've got a nice little backdrop behind you. I'll take some pictures of you. I'm standing there posing in my little tuxedo, thinking all's fine. And he puts down the camera and says, okay, well, what usually happens is uh, the bride-to-be will tap you on the shoulder. We shoot a bunch of pictures. You turn around and react. And I looked at him. I said, Nikki's coming? And he says, well, yeah, what do you think? Nikki's, you know, 100 feet behind you right now with Jensie. And I said, oh, God. <laughs> And I had my little freakout moment right there. And I'm so happy that it was just in front of Nate and not in front of a room full of our relatives. And he laughed. He got some great pictures that I don't think he'll ever post or he might not even share with me of me sort of waving my hands up and down like a, like an old mother trying to put out a fire. It's like, oh my God, she's coming. Now it's, this is happening. And it, was, and it was 90 seconds of pure terror. And then I heard Jensie's camera about 50 feet behind me clicking away. And then I calmed down again. And then it was wonderful that, because by the time we got to the ceremony, I was able to enter the church smiling and looking at all of our relatives, thinking to myself, you think I look good? Just wait. And I wasn't walking in thinking, Oh my God, I can't wonder what she looks like. Oh my God, I wonder what she looks like. Oh my God, I wonder what she looks like. I was already past that point so that when she entered, I was able to go back and forth looking at her and just trying to memorize what this feeling felt like. There was no panic or terror involved. I got through that with, with Nate. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a great story. So what would you say then to other grooms who might be superstitious or on the fence about doing a first look? I mean, I never want to uh, be on the bad side of good fortune and, and say that superstition doesn't matter. So 
Let me just knock on some wood right here. What I would say to grooms who are on the fence about it is think about what's going to allow you to enjoy your wedding day. If you think you're the type of person who perhaps might agree to a first look reluctantly and then spend the rest of the day worrying that something's going to wrong. Oh goodness, I've, I've looked at my bride before the wedding and be up at the altar more concerned about, you know, some ex-boyfriend riding in on a motorcycle to disrupt the ceremony than actually watching your bride come down the aisle. Well, then I'd say don't do it. But if you're a groom like me who would rather take an exciting part of this day that could have get, gotten wrapped up in a whole bunch of other exciting parts of this day, and you're okay to sort of separate them so that you can appreciate each part of this separately and fully, then I say absolutely go for it. I don't have any regrets about my first look. And uh, if I could do it all over again, I certainly would. That's great. Well, Matt, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. I think you've offered a lot of great tips for brides and grooms who might be thinking about doing this. So thanks. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Now I'm speaking with Shauna Woody about an unusual spin that she put on the first look for her wedding that I thought you guys would be really interested to hear about. Welcome, Shauna. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Now, you did something that I had not heard of before, but it's a fantastic idea. You did a first look with your father before your wedding. And so I'm curious how you got the idea for doing that. Initially, it kind of just started out, I was browsing photos of just, just wedding photos overall, and I wanted to do a first look with my now husband, Sean. At the time, it just, it seemed like the thing to do, it seemed like something that others had done, so I did want to incorporate that, and I wanted to have that moment where it was just him and I, and there was nobody else around us, and it was just just a moment to, for ourselves before kind of all of the chaos, and we're with all of our friends and family celebrating the rest of the day. And I was browsing the internet one night and I saw a photo of, it was an older guy and he had really, like had tears in his eyes and there was a, a younger woman and I kind of read the caption and it said, first look with my grandfather. And it was something that I have personally never heard of before either. And I just, I loved the idea and it immediately made me think of my dad because I've always been a daddy's girl and I just felt like that was something that would be so much more special to me is to have that one-on-one -on -one time with my dad right before I'm getting married. And that's kind of how that came about. <laughs> that's wonderful. So now, did your dad need any convincing or was he totally on board as soon as he heard about it? Well, I didn't really tell him about it at all until the day of the wedding. Um, months before, I had decided that I wanted to do this first look with my dad, and I told our photographer, Regina Hyman, about it, and you know she was totally on board with it. And the day of the wedding, I was getting ready, and I was putting my dress on, and my dad had called my mom, who was with me, and just stated that he was in the lobby. And I told her to let him know to wait down there. We will be right down. And at that same moment, our photographer, Regina, and then um, Mike and Christina, who were with our um, videography team, I'd already told them about my plans, and I told them that 
he was in the lobby and they went downstairs and went to meet him. So I didn't really know what happened in between them going downstairs and when I finally showed up. But when I did, he was he was floored. He had no idea. It kind of caught him off guard. And it just it just turned out perfectly. Aww. His reaction when I walked through the doors at the Swan and he turned around and it just I saw his face and I immediately started bawling. It was I, I personally, I've never really seen my dad cry. So when he turned around and his eyes were teary eyed, it just, it made for such a special moment that I don't think I could have ever captured again. And the thing is, it's, I think it was because it was a surprise that we got this particular reaction. So I didn't, and that was the reason I didn't tell him about it before is because I didn't want him to think that I was expecting a particular reaction or that he had to act a certain way because he knew he was going to be on camera or on film. And, and I just wanted this raw moment of just my dad and I and whatever happens, happens. That's a really good point that maybe it's almost better to pull it as a surprise so then what would you say to someone who might be considering this idea, but they're like, ah, I haven't heard of a lot of people doing this. What would you say to them? Definitely go for it. I mean, at the end of the day, is if that's something that you want to do, and if that's something that you feel like is, you know, is important to you, then, you know, regardless of what anybody thinks or anybody says, you should just go for it. But I think this was probably one of the best things I incorporated into our wedding because it made the rest of the day so much more special that kind of started off with this moment with my dad where it's just him and I and, and we're just talking and we're just kind of reflecting on what's going on right now. And, and it's a moment that I will never forget with my dad. And I mean, you could do that with, you know, a grandfather or, you know, even a mother, you know, that you haven't seen in quite a while and they're coming for your wedding or something of that nature. I just, it's a moment that I'm so glad that I got to capture because I don't think there would have been any other occasion where I would have gotten something similar. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your experience on the show today. I think it's a great example for someone who's looking to do something like this, and I appreciate your taking the time. Yes, thank you for having me. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>